In the beginning, the word was with God. That word became the foundation of all we have, know, and do. That word, Christ, became our hope for the future and a better life with him. Join us at RCCG Warm and Glory Tabernacle as we dig our roots into his word and grow towards his light. Today we'll be, we'll be looking at another marker of growth. We have looked at all the markers of growth. And who can remind us of some of the markers of growth that we have looked at? Yes. Self-control. Yes. Faith. Yes. Love. So in other words, these are the things that... Sorry. Righteousness. So some of the things, these are some of the things that you will use to know that you are growing. These are some of the things that you will, that are, the markers are the signs that you are growing. And the things that is happening or you see on the way of growth. We also looked at things like forgiveness. We also looked at the dynamics of growth. We looked at so many things. But today we will be looking at honor. But before we start with the, with what honor is, because honor, you know, obviously we need to know that everybody understands what honor is. We, I want you to just quickly write or note down three things. Three things that you cannot do without. Three things that you cannot do without. That if you, in your daily life, if you are without it, you know that something is missing. Three things. Just note it down. Some people, it might be their phone. Some people, it might be... Write it down. Some people, it's chicken nuggets. Some people, it might be their anything that you feel, any object, any, anything that you feel that you cannot do without, that you find it uncomfortable or difficult to live. We'll take our text from the book of Psalms. Psalms, chapter 1, and verse 1. I was listening to our message on Father's Day, and I realized that that was where the, it was, it was, that was actually one of the things that we, that, that sparked this, that God used to mention to, to, to birth this message. The fact that, you know, my, my wife's grandmother would read this every, on her birthday every year. Are we there? Please, if you are there, please read. It says here that he says, does not walk in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. So today, we'll be looking at honor. And then, one of the things that while I was looking at this, I, I said, I looked at it and I said, what is honor? What is honor? And we looked at, I looked at the dictionary meaning of honor. And the dictionary meaning of honor is to regard something with great esteem. Great esteem. Esteem or high respect. For example, give me an example of something we honor. Father and mother, yeah. Give me something you honor. Something you honor. Apart from your father and mother, there's nothing else you honor. God. Thank you, sir. What else? Honor the son. 
Okay. Um, you honor yourself. Okay. And uh, you honor your country. You can honor the law. You can have honor for the law. You can honor people. Look at some of the things, sir. Those that are older than you. Thank you, sir. So, that is, when you honor something, that means you hold it in great esteem or respect. Part of the things that happens is this. The same word that is used for honor in the Bible is the same word that is used for glory. Is the same word that is used for worship. So, the honoring of something is the glorifying of something. But the same, that word, the literal translation of the word honor in the Bible says to give weight, to make heavy. So how do you make something heavy? Something, how else can you make something heavy? You stack things, that is, you put one, and then you put another one, and then you put another one. That's how you make it heavy. But those are physical objects. So how do you make non-physical objects heavy? Your thoughts about it, yes? By focusing on them, by adding the way you handle them, yes? By adding value. So when you want to honor something, is it in your head? Or is it something you do? Do you how do you honor something or someone? Or how do you how would you honor? We we talked about honoring the government, we talked about honoring God, we talked about honoring yourself, we talked about so many things. But how do we honor? How do we go about it? Obedience, okay? That's one way. That's with the mind. God bless you, sir. Loyalty to it. But one of the things I want you to understand is this. There is a difference because I know that it says to respect. Respecting something is different from honoring the thing. Respect is earned. Respect is something that I do because I am I am respecting you because of what you have done. I disrespect you because of what you have done or what you have said or what you have. But honor is regardless of what has happened. When they say you should honor the law, if you say, I am not paying my taxes because I don't like the government. <laughs> you say, I am, I am not going to stop in a, at a red light stop because I do not, I don't, I don't, I do not recognize the red light. But you understand what I'm saying. My point is that when you are honoring something, it is regardless of whatever the person or the thing has done. So what is honor then? So honor is. Really, identity, being able to identify 
value. Being able to celebrate or reward value or its excellence. So like we said about add, making something heavy. So how do we honor God, sir? How do we honor God? By keeping his commandments. So the more we keep his commandments, but do you know that honoring God too is also by the way you praise him, right? So if I say, so you remember Jesus Christ says something, he says, most their, people draw onto me with their, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. So in other words, it is not just your being. It's not about doing it will alone, but it is what is coming from your heart, like what he said. It starts from the heart. So it is all about what we are talking, when we are, what we are talking about giving glory to God. We said here, we said, woman glory tabernacle. So we are giving glory. What does it mean to give glory to God? Identifying, you must first identify the fact that it is recognizing the fact that it comes from God and giving, rewarding the value or the recognizing the value, recognizing what has happened. Somebody gave you something. How do you honor that person? By saying thank you. But you do know, you can say thank you without saying thank you. Yes, you can just say, mm. like the example that um, uh, Pastor gave the other day when she was talking about if I, if I came to, you know, beat up um, like my sister and I was here, and I, said, I say, come and give me something after that. Will that, would I be honoring the person? Will she answer you? She will not. She will not, she will not want to because you are not honoring the person. So, we see here that, that honor comes a lot. It comes a lot with the things it's expressed by what we do. But it starts from the heart. What is in our heart? When we are doing the things that we are asked to do, told to do, required to do. When we are doing things concerning God. And why am I, why am I talking about this? Because this is a marker of, this is how we know that you are growing. The moment you start to grumble against God, the moment you stop worshipping from the heart, there's a problem. Sometimes the problems that we have is as a result of the dishonor that, that happens or that has happened in our lives or that we have shown. And what does it mean to dishonor? So just like you said, to honor means to make heavy, to glorify, to praise. So if I want to honor Brother Mike, I'll say, Brother Mike, I honor you because you have done so. You, are, you know, you have been faithful. You have been, you have been, 
you know, thank you so much for loving, you know, the things, you know, the loving our family, regardless. Thank you for being faithful. Every Sunday, Brother Mike is here. He's always the first to be here. And even uh, Aaron could testify. He said, while I was away, you know, every, he tried to come early, early, but still, Brother Mike was here. So I am honoring Brother Mike by saying thank you for the things that he has done. So if anything, you know, I, in the same way, I can honor, you know, honor each and every person for the sacrifices that they have made. Right? So in the same way, if I don't tell him, have I honored him? If I don't tell him, you need to do it. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm worshiping God. I'm worshiping God in my heart. I'm praising God. I am. He knows I like. He knows I like him. I like. He knows. He just knows. He can, but he says, "Still, open your mouth." That's why it is important when we praise Him, when we give glory to God, that we open our mouths to praise Him. Because you might think that even in our hearts. We might not be singing to him. We might not be thanking him and praising him. Sometimes, because we've, we, you know, because I listened to the messages in the past, and one of the things that we, you know, messages that was preached was the fact that our soul, you know, it's easy for us to watch, sit down and watch TV. But when it comes to the things of God, you fall asleep, or something happens, or you have to tell yourself to do it. So you have to make your soul, you have to make your emotions to express that that gives glory to God. So, dishonor, let's, you know, going back to what we are saying, dishonor means to trivialize. To trivialize or downplay. Or to make common. Honoring something is to make it common. Give me an example of making something common. To make something common. When you say you are making something common, yes. You are making it ordinary. For example, to do it and it's like you no longer it doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In the end, what then happens is this. It, it becomes ordinary. So, for example, you are familiar with somebody and then you make, because you are familiar with the person, you make the person ordinary. So that is, it, it does not carry weight. You know the way we said to glorify means to add weight? It makes, it, it, it carries meaning. It carries weight, right? But you make it ordinary, it means you remove the weight. You remove the importance. You lose, you do not highly esteem what the person says. Two people tell you something. They tell you two different things. You will follow one, depending on whose vice. Whose 
the person, the one that carries weight the most. Praise the Lord. Or the person's ideology that you, you follow. So two people tell you something, but because the ideology you have accepted, it carries more weight in your heart, then you now say yes. If your father says something or your mother says something, and uh, uh, maybe Katy Perry or, or or the teacher, my teacher said, my teacher said, my teacher said, my teacher said. So, so if my teacher said what your teacher said told you in school, and your father or your mother tells you at home is in contract is contradicting each other, you will you. This is something that happens because it starts in your heart. Nobody sees it. Except God. God knows that this is the one you will take. Know that this is the one you will take. And that is where dishonor starts from. To take one against the other. When you cannot value the things that God says. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Samuel 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel 2, verse 30. I will despise those. Let's read it in message version, please. Message Bible. Message Bible, 2, verse 30. Those who... Scorn me. Blessed is the man who does not sit in the seat. So dishonor. The Bible equates it as scorn. It's the same translation as scorn. So you honor one, you scorn the other. So who does God honor? Who does God honor? We have just read it. Literally just read it. Any person that honors him, God will honor. Those that scorn, what will happen? No, no, no. Those that dishonor him, he will what? He will lightly esteem or he will demean. So now imagine that it, you are growing. And this is why it is a marker of growth. By the time you are growing, you are honoring God. Now imagine that you are growing and you begin to sit in the seat of the scornful. What do you think will happen? God will limit you. Strike you down. God will limit your growth. He will resist you. God will not strike you down. God will resist you. And God will not make the resources available. Okay? So, you know, you know, why do we say, why, when we say things grow, how do we say things grow? When the environment, when it has things, the good soil, right? When it, when, how do plants grow? It has good soil. It has water. It has sun. It has the things that it needs to grow. Just as these plants require things to grow, we ourselves need things 
blessing, substance from God to grow. To grow first from being young and to continue to grow while we are old. That is how we know. Those are some of the markers that we see when we are growing. Is that when we honor. And please make no mistake. The moment you begin to scorn, not only does God resist you, God actively comes to fight you. Praise the Lord. God will actively make sure that your growth will not, you will lose access to so many things. This is why it's so important. We can, you cannot, anything you scorn, you will, will move away from you. I don't care if it is money. I don't care if it is, you know, uh, whatever it is. You will attract what you honor. What you honor will come to you. We'll, I don't care if it's a dog. If you disrespect or scorn a dog, even a dog will, walk, will, will go away from you. If you do those things, you will, it will, you, it will, you are pushing it away. I cannot say I want to grow in my business and I, I am fighting those or I'm mocking those that have grown. Say, like, you know, if I, I cannot say that I want to, I want to learn about the law. If Antiphonius tells me something, I cannot scorn what she says and expect to, to grow or learn. I might not get it from her. Maybe I'll say, or oh, I can get it from somebody else. But effectively what it is, is that whatever you hold in disdain moves away from you. That is why the people that scorn the rich are not the rich. People that scorn the rich are not the rich. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So how can dishonor stunt our growth? Let's look at some examples. Esther, chapter 1, verse 1, and then 10 to 12. It's honor limits our access. Let's open to Esther, chapter 1, verse 1, and then 10 to 12. So, praise the Lord. Here, he was establishing that he was a, the person we are talking about was a, was a key, was a great ruler. Xerxes was a great ruler. One hundred and, how many? One hundred and twenty-seven. Here in Canada, we all, you know, continue reading. It says from, to Kush. So from India to Africa. So the Xerxes, Ruled from India to Africa. So all of that Persia, Asia, all that area, 
So he ruled 127 provinces. Verse 10. So, so you see what he wanted to do? He wanted to glorify his wife. I want to this, I want to flaunt my wife. Can't you see? Go, 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 go. You have not all your wives are not as fine as my wife. Let her come. Tell her to get to, to get dressed properly. Tell her to come. And then what happened? She says she's, she's not coming. She, she says she's not coming. Say, come. I want to. But then she said she's not coming. Continue. That's 12. Okay. So, so she said she's not coming. And because of that, what happened was that the fact that because of that, she was removed as queen. She knew she was, not, she was going to be removed as queen. You think she will not come? To dishonor or get too familiar with the things and the people and the, where God has asked you to show honor, you lose access to them, business with you when they like you. Might con them into doing business with you. But when they find out that this is your behavior, you dishonor them, they will stop doing business with you. So, Usually, what happens? What do the 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 Igbo do? My, you know, they will say, "Ah, when you go to Alaba, they say, oh, Cheva, 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 hey, chief, whether you are a chief, you are not. Everybody's a beautiful one. When you get to Alaba, say, chief, no, but it is, it is, it is they, are, they, they are giving honor to you. Then you will now see, and when you come, they will say, when it's depending on what you want to buy. Right? Obviously, if it's in that shop, they'll give you a seat and a drink. Thank you very much. They all know you. And then go and look for it in the other shop. Exactly. <laughs> so they go and look for it in the other shop. There's a businessman. Thank you, sir. But it is a secret. It is honor. Now, imagine it is so, so much so that it's almost an expectation. So much so that now, if you once, you've, once they've treated you well, the next time you will go back to them, even if they do not sell the things that you, in, even you did not see the thing, you go back to them because you have, have them to connect you to. And you're not, this is your cheapest option. And that is one of the reasons why, if you see, when you pay for first class, right? My wife, I still, I still owe you first class. But when you, when you, when you pay for first class, no, seriously, one of the things that I did as a young man was I flew first class. I said, no, nobody will use it against me in my life ever. So I flew first class. So if I, what happened was oh, I, I, I had seven luggages because that was the time before we got married. Seven boxes. So I had seven boxes. Because I was flying first class, there was a delay. And because there was a delay, do you know what they did? All seven boxes, I didn't pay one cobble. It was free. And on top of that, they now gave me an extra 200, because that time it, it, was, it was a lot of money. It was 200,000 naira at the time. It was in Nigeria. It was, it was way back then. So they gave me an extra money, right? To say that, look, we appreciate you. You know, we, we honor your business. We honor the fact that 
You came to, thank you for coming to do business with us. Thank you for coming to bring your business with us. Thank you. Another example. Hagar and Sarah. Let's open to Genesis 16. Genesis 16. There was another, um, we're still looking at dishonor. We will look at honor. We'll continue honor because this is just part one. We're going to, part two, we'll, we'll look at Esther again. But look at, let's go to Genesis 16. Genesis 16. Verse um, 4 to 9. Despised in her tears. And Sarai said unto Abraham, Abraham, sorry, my wrong be upon thee. I gave my handmaid into, my, into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. I was despised. I was dishonored. Look at this. No, she has not done yet. Look at it this way. Sarah said to Hagar, go and sleep with my husband and get pregnant. She got pregnant. When she found out what started happening, she started, she became, uh, is it Oriaku they call it? <laughs> Oriaku. She became, she, yes. Oriaku is, is an evil come chop side chick. Insignificant. You don't matter. I am now the one with child. I am going to give him a child. You are not. So you are insignificant. Continue. Jehovah judge between me and thee. But Abraham said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her that what you want. Look at it. She had access to Abraham. What happened? Sarah. She disrespected Sarah. And what happened? She lost access. Some of us. We are disrespecting the people that brought us. Remember when uh, Pastor Kola talked about forgiveness? He talked about something. He said, the person he brought to the office was the person that went to go and he was dishonoring him. And because of that, he was fired. He lost access. Hagar lost access to the blessings, the blessing of Abraham. Why? Because she... He disrespected Sarah. Continue. And Sarai dealt hardly with her, and she fled from her face. And the angel of Jehovah found her by a mountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to shore. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's handsmaid. Stop. Just Hagar, what? He didn't say, Hagar, the, the, the woman with child. He didn't say the woman with child. He said, Sarah's. In other words, in heaven, oh, the message I have for you, that is your... So even heaven recognizes honor. And he said, Hey guys, Sarah's handmaid, whence camest thou, and whither goest thou? <laughs> and she said, I am fleeing from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of Jehovah said unto her, Return to thy mistress and submit to them thyself under her hand. So, and, so look at it. They say, ain't this is angel coming from the presence of God. He's saying, this one, I cannot help you. You, you, do, you see, do you see the kind of things? This one, I cannot help you. Until you go back 
I cannot help you. I cannot do anything other than go and correct it. Go and submit it. So when you do this honor and a door is closed as a result of the dishonor, nothing you do except so it is important as we grow because sometimes we will miss it. We will make mistakes. We will miss it. We will make mistakes. We might disrespect people. We might dishonor people. We might, you know, we might even disrespect or dishonor God. But you know, listen to how to go back. To, 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 to continue to grow. Look, look for where you have upset people. Look for where you have upset God. Go back. Continue. And the angel of Jehovah said unto her, I will greatly multiply thy seed, and it shall not be numbered from multitude. And the angel of Jehovah said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and thou shalt call his name Ishmael. And look at this. But it is only... Predicated on her going back. Because Jehovah had heard, had heard thy affliction. Thank you. So let's, the next one we are going to look at is Moses. Moses, Numbers chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Let's do it quickly. Numbers chapter. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses yep. because of the Cushite woman. Because of the Cushite woman. If you were looking for the for racism, this is the first recorded. Now, Numbers 12, 1 to 2. They, 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 it was as a result of, not because of how beautiful she was, not because of how, you know, intellect, you know, intellectual she was, or what she cooked, or how, you know, whether she was qualified, or whether she whether she helped the tribe or anything like that, it was only because of our race. What do you call that? Thank you, sir. Some people don't want to answer. Rachel, because, yes, continue. Because of the Kushite woman whom he had married, for he had married, for he had married a Kushite woman, and they said, "Hath Jehovah indeed spoken only with Moses? Hath he not spoken also with us?" And Jehovah heard it. And Jehovah. Head. When we are saying, oh, is it only him? Is it only her that, is it only, you know? I agree. But my point was this, that in the end, thank you. And if you, if you, if you, if what, what had happened was in the end, it was a situation where there was, they had, they, God had it. Something that was said, you know, far away. God heard it. So this one, there are some things that we do. When we laugh, we are mocking people. We are scorning against people. Somebody is doing something. The person does not do it as well. He says, is it only God? Is it only this person? He cannot sing. He cannot dance. He cannot do this. I, I even do it better than him. I even do it better than her. You are scorning. Be careful. Please be careful. If anything, God will hear. They are talking about somebody. They are talking about, you know, one person, one person. Uh, they did this in this place. They did this in this, this place. These people, they did this. You know, I've been in a lot of choirs. 
And there's always talk like that going on. In a lot of choirs. And there's always because people want to express how better they are than the other person. I can sing better. I can do this. I can't. Oh, they, they didn't do it. Can you imagine? They said, da, 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 da. be careful. And God heard it. And God heard it. So you are laughing at somebody in your house. And God heard it. You are making fun. You are sitting in the seat of the scornful. And God heard it. Be careful. Then we will look at, we saw what happened to Moses. Moses said, that God now said, look, all of you, he came himself. He says, look, I will give you leprosy for a week. That was, what, that was the punishment. They were, they, because it was, it was the kind of things, it was the kind of things that that kind of mockery deserved. That God himself had to start, he said, look, I don't talk to anybody face to face. If I'm talking to prophets, I talk to them with dreams. I talk to them with this. I talk, but Moses, I talk to face to face. How dare you? It is, they have been too familiar. So when you're, if your parent is telling you, giving you an instruction that comes from God, and you are mocking it, and God heard it. Be careful. Next one. I will just, we'll just run through this. Uh, let's, one person open to um, 2 Kings 2, 23 to 24. Another person open to Mark 6, 1 to 5. 2 Kings 2, 23 to 24. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he walked along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldi, they said. Get out of here. They, they were making around. fun of him. He had Gorimakwa. He said, ah, Oh yeah, continue. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and, and ripped them apart. Forty-two of the boys. Forty-two boys. And so forty-two went... boys. All the chairs here are not up to forty-two. That's to put it in perspective. So this amount of chairs, amount of boys, because they all of them gathered and were mocking. Scorning. You are just passing. So when they left their house in the morning, they did not know that they would, that would, they would not get back home. They saw a Gorimakpa guy passing. And they decided to... So you see somebody who is walking one kind, you know, and you are mocking the person. Don't let God hear. Cost them immediately. So usually, thank you, sir. He started working the same way. So it, it is the same thing. Please be aware, right? If you don't want to, if you can, you go and talk to those forty-two boys about growth. No, because their growth automatically ceased at that point. So if you want to grow, please stop mocking people. Stop making fun of people. They will, yes, now. Well they, well, they were a group. So it was 42 of them. So they were a group. Plus the ones that said, listen, 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 listen. Plus the one that said, plus the one that did not say, plus the one that was thinking, I was just 
Just see. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, uh. So what should you do? When you hear people mocking, what should you do? Leave their place. Say, blessed is the man that sits not in the seat of the scornful. Do not sit in the seat of the scornful. Please do not sit in the seat of the scornful. Let's go to the next one. We are looking at Mark chapter 6. And, and let me give us a backdrop from Mark, Mark chapter 5. From Mark chapter 5, what had happened was there, that was when Jesus went to, um, to heal the woman with the issue of blood. He also raised up a dead person in Mark chapter 5. So, but now we are going to Mark chapter 6, please. Yes. Verse 1. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who were with him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked. What's this wisdom that has been given to him? What are these remarkable miracles he's performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Ain't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town. So look at what had happened. They said, We know you. We know you. <laughs> look. So he said, We know you. Aren't you? Aren't you Jesus? We know your family. We know your mother. Is it not that, that that house? You don't have a car. You don't, you know, they come and, they come and, they come, they, they you know, you are walking. You, you don't even have any, you don't have a, you don't have a, you don't, you don't have garage. You don't have a, what's the word? A, a, a future. They say you, you that you are, you are just roaming about with aimlessly with all these ragamuffins, riffraffs. So they looked at him and commonized him. They said, oh, the carpenter's son. So the same way, husbands and wives, you know that your wife is telling you something and it is from God. And you say, it has come again. And you commonize it. Or your wife or your husband is telling you something and you jeer and scorn. Is it not you? I know not, 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 nothing will come of it. Please be careful. Be careful. Continue, sir. Jesus said to them, He provides is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there. Look at what he said. Not that no, 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 no. Look at what the words that was used. He do any miracles. What does there? food mean? He was no no he no. He would have. He, no no no. He, he was unable. Could. Nothing. No. He says. So when you say I cannot do something, not meaning that you're not willing to do it. Listen. It is not, doesn't mean that you are not able to do it. He said he could not do anything. Because unbelief, continue. Because of their unbelief and... No. He could not do any miracles there except place his hand on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. He was amazed at their lack of faith. 
He could not. Because don't you understand what is happening? Because, and I know we are, we are, we'll just have one more scripture and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. Because of disrespect or dishonor, what had happened is that your ability to receive something from somebody you disrespect or dishonor is almost, thank you, is zero. I was going to say almost zero. But it's zero. When you start to disrespect, anybody you disrespect, dishonor, will, is, is almost unable to bless you. Truly bless you. So, please be aware. So, if you want blessings from somebody who is ahead in your field, show them honor. Please stop disrespecting them. If in your career, somebody has, has, is, is ahead of you in, in your career, please respect or honor them. Not just respect, but honor them. Show honor by the words you speak. Show honor by the things you do. Show honor by adding weight and weight and weight. In other words, praising them and praising them and praising them and praising them. If you want your husband to bless you, continue to praise him. If you want your wife to praise you, continue to praise, praise her. Continue. Second Samuel 6, 14 to 22. This we are looking at David. And just for the sake of time, I'll just summarize it. Are you there? Yes. Okay, go. Wearing a linen effort, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. While he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of trumpets. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. She despised... Look at what is... It started from where? She despised him in the heart. And out of the abundance of the heart... Continue, sir. <clears throat> they brought the ark of the Lord and set it in a space inside the scent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. After they had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women. And all the people went to their homes. When David returned home to bless his household, Michael, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants, as any vulgar fellow would. So, so in essence, she had already despised him, dishonored him in his heart. The mouth was only just confirming that which was in the heart. So that was when the dishonor came. It was when the heart, when the mockery was dishonored or the mockery was done in the heart. Oh! That was when God acted. Sorry. Continue, sir. David said to Michael, It was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people, Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord mm -hmm. and I will 
become even more undignified than this, mm-hmm. and I'll be humiliated in my own eyes. But by this slave girl you spoke of, I'll be held in honor. And Michael, daughter of Saul, had no children till the day of her death. Till the day of her death. Xerxes, when he asked for, um, sorry, um, not Esther, Vashti. The Bible does not record that she ever apologized. Micah never apologized, never retraced her steps. To find out, go to the roots. So sometimes, when it is, the, the Bible, another translation says, it says, God closed a womb. Closed it. Whether, regardless of how fine she was, regardless of how good looking or the work she did, regardless. So sometimes, when Jesus, you know, we are growing, there might be a particular area that God wants you to grow in. But you can lose that area completely because of dishonor. Can lose it because of dishonor. When you find out that there's a, an access or a door that has been closed, always check. Check. Make sure it is not about dishonor, that there's no dishonor that has happened in the past. Thank you for investing your time in listening. Start a new adventure with us by reaching out on phone at 306 850 through our website at www.rccgwgt.ca or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Warm and Glory Tabernacle Birth in His Glory Creating a place of God's presence and establishing His kingdom on earth.